Hello, everybody. I hope y'all are doing very well today. It is Monday, October 23rd. And um, I'm wishing all of y'all well and peace. I'm coming on here to read and explicate a biblical verse, um, passage, I should say. Exodus 1, verse 10 through 22. It says, Come on. Let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters. To afflict them with their burdens, their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of one was Shipra, in the name of the other, Pua. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him, but if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing and have saved the men children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women. For they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born, ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. So let's look at this a different way. Come on, let us deal with them proactively. Because if we don't, they're going to reproduce. And if a war breaks out, they'll go to the side of our enemies and they will fight us. 
So get them up out of this land. So then they set over them overseers, masters, to afflict them with their burdens, to force them to do all the work they didn't want to do. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they oppressed these people, the more, <laughs> the more they increased in population. And the more they grew in culture, in, in power, and <laughs> the Egyptians were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. And all the service that they were made to do was rigorous. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shifra and the name of the other Puah. And he said, when you go to perform your duties as midwife to the Hebrew women, and you see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives, and I'm channeling right now that these are the midwives of the Pharaoh himself. These are the midwives of his house. These are the keepers of his own temple, is what it's sounding like to me. And they let him know they fear God. They do not fear the king of Egypt, and so they do not have to follow his command. They decide that they will save the men's children. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing and have saved the men's children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Now, I'm not even going to lie. That part right there is for everybody to figure out. And it's 333 on the clock. 333. That's for everybody to figure out what they make of that because... I don't even know for real. I got an idea. But that part right there, that's something to interpret. Therefore, God dealt well with the midwives. And the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. Waxed as in grew. They grew mightier. And therefore, God dealt well with the midwives. Dealt well dealt well it could i'm channeling like dealt well like dealt well water dealt well on behalf of the hebrew people through the midwives and it came to pass because the midwives feared god that he made them houses he made them houses he made them houses to live in and perhaps he made them as 
women as midwives into houses as keepers, temple keepers. And Pharaoh charged all his people. He spoke to all his people. He charged them. He put it on all of them. Saying, every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. The Pharaoh knew not to play with the midwives. And the midwives knew not to play with God. Baby, I like that. (laughs) Now, as things are going on right now in Palestine and everything, um... I affirm that I affirm that I reflect on the connection that exists between all cultures which exist by waters and by rivers. And we think about the River Nile and for all my life I never thought of the Hebrews of um the Old Testament being connected to water, but then I think you got all of them, like that land, <laughs> that land was probably characterized by water. You had the Red Sea, you had the Nile, you had um, you had the Jordan River, you had the Euphrates, you had all of these different bodies of water, the Sea of Galilee. Um, I channel also the energy of like, what is the Middle East? Like, Middle of like Middle East, what is it? It's not Asia, it's not Europe, it's not Africa. What is what defines it? But right now, I definitely see an environment that's like the wildlife, I think, can clue us into a lot of things. That the animals are of the region that shows you, like, if you look at everything by the lines of the borders, the border maps, things get confusing. But when you look at stuff based off of climate and nature, you see that as long as a place has a certain type of climate and, like, a certain type of animal and plant collective, that is a region. That is a single region. That region is what it is way before imaginary lines make it a quote-unquote country or kingdom or whatever. But I see oryxes, I see gazelles, I see wild ass, I see lions, I see cheetahs, I see leopards, I see elephants, I see hyenas, I see jackals. I see a land that is really thriving with many, many animals. It is Mediterranean, but it is also it is at a juncture of Asia, the Asian continent, and the African continent. It is a mixture. It is a middle ground. So when you talk about the Middle East, where it's going, it's in the middle. It's in the middle. However, the East part, I don't know. But that land, that region, is such a region that in a lot of ways, like Africa is kept so clouded, it's kept so veiled, it's treated like such an underworld. So uh, even as somebody who, I'm not going to say I am a conscious person, but I am conscious about certain things. And even as a person who is conscious about geography and different things, those places are still so muted to my psyche. And that's not a coincidence. I speak and I pray and I imagine 
I speak and I pray and I feel. I speak and I pray and I deal. I speak and I pray and I love. I speak and I pray and I give. I speak and I pray and I love. I speak and I pray and I give. I speak and I pray and I love. I I I speak and I pray and I give. I speak. And I pray and I love I speak and I pray and I give I speak and I pray and I love I speak and I pray Thank you for that in itself, which is action, my love, my love. I am praying now for especially you. Reservation in time, 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 time. Keep an open mind. Be fly and be fine, fine, fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I. Oh, I, I.